Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Before we get into it, be advised that this series contains bad language and references to violence. It's around 3.15 p.m. on January 6th. The steps to the Capitol are a seething mass of people. With every surge of the crowd, they push closer to the doors. At the center of a knot of bearded men, a lone D.C. Metropolitan Police helmet surfaces. It's Officer Michael Fanon. I just remember getting violently assaulted from every direction. 250, maybe 300 feet away from where the other officers were at. I knew I was up shit creek without paddling. Usually, Officer Fanon works in plain clothes. But today, he left his desk and put on riot gear for the first time in his life, self-deploying to assist his fellow officers against the mob. Some had asked why we ran to help when we didn't have to. I did that because I simply could not ignore what was happening. I could not ignore the calls. The numerous calls coming from the Capitol complex for help. Officer Fanon joined the police line, but was soon dragged away deep into the crowd. 
The audio you're hearing was recorded on Officer Fanon's body cam from that day. We see him completely surrounded by these people. Fanon's helmet dips, then resurfaces. He looks like he's fighting for air. He was being hit with flagpoles. He was being beat with everything. And he, he can't really fall because there's so many people around him. But he's slowly going backwards. I was at risk of being stripped of and killed with my own firearm. As I heard chants of kill him with his own gun. I can still hear those words in my head today. Another split second, and Fanon is pulled under. He disappears beneath the mass of bodies. I'm sure I was screaming, but I don't think I could even hear my own voice. When another police officer finds Fanon, minutes later, he's limp. His breathing is shallow. The voice you're hearing is Officer Fanon's partner, Jimmy Albright, who kneels over the unconscious body of his friend and colleague. Officer Fanon can't remember the faces of the people who beat him with their fists, planks, and flagpoles. There were thousands of protesters there that day, hundreds of crimes committed. You might think finding justice would be hopeless. Any leads lost in the chaos. But miles away, someone was watching. To watch it over a period of hours and to see it escalate, I was shocked, actually. It's a couple of weeks later. Businessman Forrest Rogers is pouring over the footage from the Capitol steps when he hits the jackpot. There's something that I call the holy grail of video footage, which is basically 4K, 60 frame per second video. A lot of people who raided the Capitol posted jubilant live streams on social media. But someone brought a really good camera. There were the stairs to the Capitol, the mob, the struggling police, all captured in crystalline HD. We then took this footage and single-framed it. Forrest scrutinizes each frame of the video. Every 60th of a second, frozen in time. Just as Officer Fanon is about to be swallowed by the crowd, Forrest spots something. We see a right hand going in between the shoulders of two individuals. It happens so fast that it would have been pretty much invisible to the naked eye. It's probably maybe five or six frames only. Let's wind that back and look at those frames one by one. The hand is right next to Officer Fanon. Officer Fanon has a lot of tattoos, and so you can see the left side of the neck. You can see it's dark because of his tattoo. 
The crowd are surging, frozen through each frame. Their faces etched with anger and expectant excitement. Officer Fanon starts to tip backwards. A hand reaches out, turns and tases Officer Fanon on his left side of his neck. And then the hand pulls back and then the suspect disappears. Fanon slumps back into the crowd. The electric shock has given him a heart attack. We then single-framed it back. Again, Forrest reverses the video. Hunting for a clearer view of the person with the taser. We found photos of this individual. There he is, captured in profile a few moments earlier. A goatee, glasses with thick black frames, and a red MAGA hat decorated with pins. Then they spot him in another video. And another. We found him in other areas where he's also holding the taser in his hand, or as the journalists like to say, a taser-looking object. We originally called him hashtag taser prick because we felt it was an appropriate name for him. Forrest shares a compilation of the footage online, and more sightings of hashtag taser prick flood in. One video in particular helps crack Taser Prick's identity. He has a, a like a wooden rod and he's beating the windows, he's breaking down the windows, he's causing all this trouble, and he was identified in that video. Someone said, that is Danny Rodriguez. Danny Rodriguez, a 38-year-old Trump fanatic all the way from California. Rodriguez was arrested on federal charges on March 31st, nearly three months after he triggered Officer Fanon's heart attack. The video evidence identified by these amateur sleuths was cited in Rodriguez's indictment. Turns out the anonymity of the crowd didn't last long for hashtag taser prick. From Cool Zone Media, iHeartRadio, and Novel, this is The Assault on America. Episode 8, The Digital Dragnet. The Justice Department and the FBI have a team of thousands working on the prosecutions from January 6th. You might expect Forrest Rogers to be one of them. But Forrest isn't a special agent, or even a cop. He's just an ordinary guy with time on his hands, and a Twitter account. In the aftermath of the attack on the Capitol, people like him have played a crucial role in tracking down the key suspects. I've said before that this was one of the most well-documented crimes in history. Thousands upon thousands of camera phones were filming. Not to mention news channels. Have you ever seen anything like this? Streamers. Come on in. Let's go. And left-wing activists who'd infiltrated the MAGA mob. 
you'd think the volume of evidence would make it easier for the authorities. But it's also kind of like having tens of thousands of witnesses, all shouting their testimony at you at once. It's hard to make sense of the noise. That's where people like Forrest come in. We've spent a lot of this series talking about the darker parts of the online world, the fever swamps of disinformation and manufactured outrage. But it's not all darkness. In this final episode, we're going to find out how the attack on the Capitol was the catalyst for an online community of citizen sleuths. From their bedrooms and home offices across the United States and the world, they've shone a light onto the events of January 6th. To understand how these amateur investigators became so important, I want to kick off with Forrest. Forrest has gone back and forth between the United States and Germany during his career, working in economic development. No, I wasn't a corporate spy, but my friends all think I was. He's basically a businessman. He helps companies broker deals about which factories get built where. But on January 6th, Forrest isn't thinking about wheeling and dealing. He's compulsively scrolling on Twitter. It was like watching a car crash in slow motion. And Twitter became the hub for gathering all of this information. Forrest begins DMing back and forth with some of the most vocal people in the information-gathering effort. And before long, they join forces. We started a Twitter account called the Deep State Dogs because all of these people who were storming the Capitol tend to think the Deep State is involved in everything. And uh, dogs because we all like dogs. The Scooby-Doo's of online activism, you could say. We started out with three people, then it went to five, and then it went to seven, and now we're at about a dozen. We're like a family. In this case, it's not just the villains who hide their identities. Forrest is the spokesperson of Deep State Dogs. The other members are all anonymous. In the online investigation world, people stay anonymous for a number of reasons. When you spend your free time exposing insurrectionists, you can piss off some pretty dangerous people. The Deep State Dogs take anonymity so seriously that they don't even know each other's names. You imagine what this person looks like. You think, hmm, maybe that person is a female. And so now you have a vision of this person sitting at their kitchen table or in their corporate office. You have to have a vision. Otherwise, if it were just total anonymity, it would be difficult to sustain. In the week that follows the riot, Forrest spends more and more time hunting for images of possible suspects. By mid-January, he's glued to his laptop for 10-plus hours a day, trawling through footage of the riot hunting for clues that can identify any of the participants, chewing over leads with the other deep state dogs. But it's tough going. Then, around January 13th, he notices a hashtag doing the rounds on Twitter. Bullhorn lady. A new target. The deep state dogs are on the scent. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. 
you'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. There were all these people who were trying to find this one individual who was wearing a pink beanie. The, the search for a woman in a pink hat wanted in connection with the U.S. Capitol riots. The FBI still trying to confirm her identity. Pink Hat Lady, a.k.a. Bullhorn Lady, is a middle-aged white woman with curly brown hair. In footage from January 6th, her face is partly hidden by a pair of wide-lens sunglasses, and she's carrying a bullhorn, hence the hashtag. She wouldn't look out of place among the moms at a local school football game if it weren't for the fact that she's running amok in the heart of a mob. Bullhorn Lady first appears in crowds outside the Capitol. She's shouting and taking photos. She and the other protesters force their way up the Capitol steps. She looks on as a police officer is dragged past her. At one point, she grabs hold of a huge battering ram and repeatedly smashes it against one of the Capitol windows. What really gets Twitter riled up is that throughout it all, she shouts encouragement through the bullhorn. People should probably coordinate together if you're going to take this building. Instructions, even. Listen to me. In the other room on the other side of the She was telling them, you need to go through this door. You need to take a right. You need to break through that glass. If it's broken, you can drop down into a room underneath it. 
Forrest Rogers is determined to track her down. This is one of the leaders. This is a person who has come here with all of this information, who has a plan. To the deep state dogs, Bullhorn Lady looks a lot like a ringleader. But between the sunglasses and the beanie, it's impossible to get a good look at her face. As well as curly brown hair, she has slightly asymmetrical nostrils. But the detail isn't enough to find a match on its own. So the dogs start to forensically dissect the rest of the outfit. We started saying, okay, these are the boots she's wearing. This is the brand of sunglasses she's wearing. In one video, Bullhorn Lady pulls out her phone and takes a panoramic picture. And as she does so, her phone case is clearly visible. It wasn't a standard black case or red case. It was a very unique case. It had an interesting floral design on it. A Kate Spade Hollyhock floral iPhone 11 case, to be precise. It doesn't take Forrest long to find the match online. Forrest and the Deep State dogs watch Trump rallies. Next year will be the greatest economic year. MAGA protests. Eight more years! Eight more years! Militia meetups. All lives matter before black. Now say something. Any event where a budding capital insurgent might rear their head. Then... A crowd of patriots surrounded him. And we found some footage at Gettysburg, July 4th, 2020. There was Homeland Security there, and there was police there. Supposedly, Antifa was going to go there and rip down Confederate statues or something, which gave everybody, of course, the chance to dress up in all their militia and go there and protect the monuments. The tearing down of monuments really needs to stop, and so that's why I drove out here. There, halfway through a YouTube video of interviews with people defending the monuments, is a woman wearing a black shirt and a camouflage bag. She has curly brown hair. We even find out her name and where she might live. Great, so Rachel, why don't you tell me how far did you come? <laughs> Four hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mercer County. One of my team members saw the video and immediately sent it out and says, we found her. Rachel. We have found Bullhorn Lady. Mercer County. There's the same curly brown hair, the same asymmetrical nose, even the same earrings as Bullhorn Lady. But Forrest wants to be completely certain. We don't want to dox an innocent person. Before we submit it to the FBI, we have to connect her to the Capitol event. The deep state dogs trawl the Facebook profiles of every Rachel in Mercer County. One jumps out right away. Rachel Powell. And there was an image of her, and believe it or not, she was holding a bullhorn. Rachel Powell just loves a bullhorn, guys. We had a name. Now the dogs have a name. All they need is a smoking gun. And in the Gettysburg footage, Forrest finds one. We see her in the background, and she reaches into her back pocket, pulls out her iPhone to take a picture, and it is the same iPhone in the same iPhone case. Boom. Gotcha. The deep state dogs tip off the FBI. On the 26th of January, the dogs advise the other Twitter sleuths to call off their hunt for Bullhorn Lady. On February 4th, Rachel Powell is taken into police custody, indicted on federal charges. This particular whodunit is solved. Deep state dogs move on to other suspects with other excellent hashtags. Hashtag scallops. Hashtag macer in black. And my personal favorite, 
hashtag Mr. Extra Creepy. But Forrest is left with questions. What flipped this person? What was in them? What type of trauma did someone like this have to have in their life? Or what type of entitlement does this person think they have? This is our indictment, eight counts. It's serious business. We're looking at 20 years to lose everything for that, for the big lie. What triggered it? What triggered Rachel Powell's evolution into mob cheerleader? That's a question I'm interested in too. I've watched the footage, I've seen her in action, but who is Rachel Powell really? And what drove her across state lines with a bullhorn and a battering ram on January 6th? She calls me one day and she says, hey, do you have any logs in your forest? (laughs) So she came over with a chainsaw (laughs) and she cut up trees and we drilled holes in all the logs and we plugged them with mushroom plugs. That's Jennifer Horstman, a homeschool mom from Western Pennsylvania. And so that was a really fun thing that we did together is (laughs) made ourselves a whole bunch of mushrooms. Her friend with the chainsaw, that's Rachel Powell. They first met long before Rachel was battering in the Capitol windows and barking orders at fellow insurrectionists. We met probably 10 years ago when Rachel was doing a a co-op for vegetables and fruit and organic produce. And she would go and pick up the produce and pack it into boxes for everybody. And that was kind of how she made a little bit of money and got some food for her family and supplied the local moms with good organic food for their families. Jennifer and Rachel are close, so obviously she's not an impartial witness here. But the picture she paints is pretty different from the militant ringleader Forrest Rogers and the dogs thought they were chasing down. Rachel is a mother of eight, and according to Jennifer, she's community-minded. I guess from the standpoint of most, quote, normal people, (laughs) I guess you would say we're kind of hippies, yes. So we're butchering chickens today. They both rear their own animals for meat. Sharp knife is the best thing to do, and then slip their throats, and it bleeds out to the bucket. It's not unusual to see all kinds of rare chickens and other fowl running around their yards. This past summer, we pulled our resources together and, um, butchered all of our own chickens together. And we did over 500 chickens this summer. (laughs) And then afterwards, we sat around and did some canning and, (laughs) you know, canned some of the meat and prepared it to eat. It was several days worth of work all day. It was a lot of work, but a lot of fun. And in all those hours of chicken canning and log drilling, politics was never the topic of conversation. She wasn't ever into politics. It wasn't her thing. If she was into politics, it was mostly, you know, making sure that it was someone that was going to protect the earth. I was never into politics either, so we just never discussed politics before all of this stuff started happening with um, the pandemic and all that stuff. The pandemic came up a lot when I was talking to people for this series. It's turned life upside down for everyone to a greater or lesser extent. For Forrest Rogers and the other citizen sleuths, lockdowns and working from home meant they had time on their hands to put towards information gathering. But for Rachel Powell, 
the lockdown pushed her in the opposite direction. She is a single mom of eight kids, you know? So if you can imagine being a single mom of eight kids, trying to feed your kids, and then you take a pandemic, which wasn't affecting our area very much. You know, we don't see the effects that maybe a big city would see. And so um, she had her livelihood taken away. And so she couldn't make a living to do what she needed to do for her kids, you know? And I think that it was the injustice of all of that. I mean, we live in the middle of the country. (laughs) There's no COVID flying amongst the forest. It's not fair to say that Mercer County hasn't been affected by COVID. According to the New York Times statistics, the rate of COVID-19 cases per 100,000 people in the county has been pretty much in line with the Pennsylvania average over the pandemic as a whole. As of August 2021, the COVID death rate in Mercer County to date is higher than both the state and the national average. But at the same time, the fact that the pandemic was a turning point for Rachel is still important. The research is only just emerging on how COVID-19 has affected radicalization across the United States. But we know that people are more vulnerable to disinformation in times of crisis. Of course, plenty of folks had a rough time in 2020 without taking a battering ram to the Capitol. But it seems that Rachel fell victim to a mix of right-wing conspiracy theories being shared in places like Facebook and right-wing thought leaders like Alex Jones and the Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. This all hit her at a time when she was vulnerable. This combination of factors brought Rachel Powell from being a nature-loving cheese seller from rural Pennsylvania to being a capital insurgent in the space of a year. She's really just a normal mom. I mean, she sells cheese at a farmer's market. That's literally what she did for a living. She's just very free-spirited, and my personal opinion is that it is so far beyond what she should be facing. People who rape and murder people get less time in jail than what she's facing. I mean, 47 years, that's a long time. That's a lifetime. You heard that right. If convicted, Rachel Powell is currently looking at a maximum sentence of 47 years. It's hardly surprising that Rachel's friend thinks she's been screwed over. Obviously, if people attempt to carry out a fascist coup and get slapped on the wrist, they'll keep right on trying until they succeed. But that doesn't make the reality of her case any less grim. Her youngest daughter is only five years old. It's a bleak reminder of just how much people were convinced to gamble on stopping the steal. I asked Jennifer whether people in her hometown still believe the election was stolen. Within my circle and my friends, yes, definitely. Um, So as far as I see, in my view, I see mostly people that do feel that way. That it might not have been a fair election or that there might have been some not-so-honest things going on there. With her battering ram and her bullhorn, Rachel took her belief in the big lie to an extreme. But for every person who turned up at the Capitol on January 6th, there are a lot more people, like Jennifer, who share many of the same beliefs that moved their friends or family to violence. And that's actually what makes Rachel's story so important. There were a lot of people at the Capitol like her, 
pretty normal Americans who had only been occasionally political before COVID and had been radicalized, largely on Facebook through things like groups and viral memes spread by friends and communities. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Daryl Johnson is a former lead domestic terrorism analyst at the Department of Homeland Security. We heard from him last episode, and what shocked him most about the Capitol riot was how many previously apolitical people, like Rachel Powell, were willing to throw their lot in with the armed militias and other fringe and far-right groups. It just wasn't extremists. There were other people there who typically they don't belong to these groups. They're just, you know, ordinary Americans uh, influenced by conspiracy theories as well as disinformation and these false allegations by the president himself of a rigged election. 
Last episode, we looked at how a backlash from the conservative media turned right-wing extremism into a political hot potato and led to Homeland Security's domestic terrorism department getting gutted. For Daryl, the Rachel Powells of January 6th are a direct consequence of that failure to tackle the problem head-on. Far-right extremism, for the most part, is something that happens on a regular basis. A lot of times it's dismissed in the media or you know, even by government officials as other types of crime rather than terrorist attacks. If you don't crack down on far-right extremism and call it out for what it is, then it starts to bleed into the mainstream. When we have violence that's ideologically motivated and it's meant to instill fear in a certain population or want to change government policy, it meets the definition of terrorism and we need to label it such. The thousands of ordinary citizens swept up in the insurrection are a symptom of what happens when you don't. The sheer scale of it then creates a new challenge for all of us. In the past, you know, they've had major investigations, but they haven't been focused on this large of a range of suspects. Ryan Riley is a reporter with Huffington Post. It's fair to say he's seen his share of Justice Department investigations. Essentially, I've been covering the Justice Department for my entire career. But he's never reported on an investigation quite like this. Even really big investigations, like the Oklahoma City bombings or 9-11, only had a few perpetrators at the center of them. On January 6th, there were thousands from all over the country. Some of them were probably on FBI watch lists, but a lot of them, like Rachel Powell, weren't on anyone's radar. The Justice Department is facing a really massive challenge right now. There's so many suspects, there's so many cases. It's just this huge logistical nightmare because you have all of these leads, because you have all of these tips. Um, and we're, we're talking about literally hundreds of thousands of tips. You can't solve a mass crime on this scale without a mass investigation. That's where the citizen sleuths come in. Deep state dogs are one of the many groups tracking down capital suspects online at Sedition Hunters, at Country Over Party, at Capital Hunters. The list of Twitter accounts goes on. Forrest Rogers remembers Bullhorn Lady as the Deep State Dog's first big win. She was the first one, I think, where everybody said, wow, yes, we, we got one. And that kind of gave the Twitter slew's momentum to keep looking and to keep looking. In many cases, the FBI have been several steps behind the amateurs. Tips from citizen sleuths have gone weeks without being investigated. And while the sleuthing groups were posting video compilations of suspects almost immediately, the FBI was way behind. Ryan Riley watched as they tried to keep up. It was a month before the FBI really had the capability of putting out more than one image of a person on their website. It was almost two months before we saw them put up any videos. To try and speed up police investigations, Ryan has been working with the online sleuths to verify and publicize their findings. Remember Danny Rodriguez, the guy who tasered DC Met police officer Fanon at the start of this episode? Ryan helped Forrest Rogers and the Deep State Dogs spread the word about Rodriguez's identity. The FBI actually only stepped in after Ryan and his colleague Jessalyn Cook published an article on Rodriguez. As much as we have this image of the FBI as this sort of crime-fighting, state-of-the-art institution that we see portrayed in Hollywood, it is still a massive federal bureaucracy. They're just clearly overwhelmed. It's just not something that they're equipped to keep up with. 
It's inspiring to see ordinary people like the citizen sleuths take personal responsibility for protecting their democracy. But the fact that these amateur investigators have proven so vital also shows the extent of the problem we're facing, a problem that will only intensify if the political tensions across the country continue to worsen. Daryl Johnson, the security analyst, believes something dangerous could be brewing. What keeps me up at night is the Capitol insurrection happened and we had these different groups come together. Now some of them are disbanding and uh, reforming under other names. And so we're entering this period of time where it's going to be much more difficult to detect the next terrorist attack from the far right. So I'm afraid there's another Timothy McVeigh lurking out there that's going to be uh, undetected and carry out a, a mass casualty producing attack. It's a chilling thought. In fact, I've come to believe that another attempt like the Capitol insurrection is almost inevitable. In the months since January 6th, we've seen what was initially a widely condemned act of anti-democratic violence turn into a cause celeb for the American right wing. Back in late July, Republican congresspeople Gates, Green, and Gohmert attempted to visit several of the January 6th defendants in jail. Former President Trump repeatedly called upon the government to reveal the name of the Capitol Police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt. And other prominent right-wingers have pushed for the man to face charges. At this point, I'd be shocked if Republican presidential candidates in 2024 aren't, at the very least, falling over themselves to see who can promise to pardon the January 6th defendants first. Right-wing violence, with the express aim of punishing their political opponents, has grown only more normal ever since. This will not go away on its own. But there is some good news. Because the grassroots networks of volunteer sleuths and researchers who came together to catch these people aren't going away either. Neither are the anti-fascist activists who've spent the last five years confronting groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers in the street. However, all that on its own is not enough. We won't be through the woods and truly safe from a repeat of January 6th until a majority of Americans are willing to confront what happened at the Capitol head on. This was an attempt to overthrow democracy and institute an authoritarian regime, encouraged by some of the most powerful people in the country and enabled by a social media ecosystem that functions as a disinformation fire hose. We have to admit where we're standing if we're going to move our culture in a better direction. The Assault on America is presented by me, Robert Evans. The producer is Robbie McGinnis. Extra production by Carolyn Thornham, Howell Sedgwick, and Ivana Yadav. Sound design and original music by Nicholas Alexander. Fact-checking by Andrew Schwartz, Danya Suleiman, Cheyenne Homan, Sonia Avaki, and Teresa Campagna. The executive producers are Max O'Brien and Sophie Lichterman. The Assault on America is produced by Cool Zone Media, iHeartRadio, and Novel. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We got to take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. 